This is the Sue Freeze Show, talking about life, relationships, and achieving. Here's your host, Sue Freeze. Thank you so much for joining the Sue Freeze Show today, and I am so happy to be with you today. And you know, I'm struggling a lot right now uh, in my workplace at Ecola. And the reason I'm struggling is because I always want to do what Jesus wants me to do. What would he do? And uh, I'm faced with some very difficult decisions where I have people working for me that maybe not making, they're not making the best choices. They're not uh, people of character or they've lived a life where they've gotten through to this point in time doing what they've done up until this time. And now they're being called out to have more character, to be more godly, to do the right thing. And it's not always easy. And I'm put in a position where, uh, you know, my business and my employees, they're a ministry for me. They're, they're a place where I feel and I desire, and I really think God put me in a position to where I can impact more people with his love, not judgment, but love. But there are natural consequences for people's actions, and I can't just deny that those consequences are there, and I can't, I can't change the rule book of what should be. Uh, so I have to be sometimes the deliverer of bad news. Uh, sometimes I have to be the disciplinarian. I have to be the person to say, here's the line in the sand. You overstepped your bounds. Therefore, this is the consequence. And it could be up to and including termination in my, in my company because – there's other people watching. There's other people that want to be held to a, a certain standard. And if I don't hold to that standard and I let this person slip, what am I saying to the rest of the people? Now, from a business standpoint, yeah, that makes total sense. But how about on a personal note? How about those of us that have those same type of decisions to make in relationships with friends or even family? You know, what is it that we do? Where do we draw the line? What kind of person are we? Are we a person of integrity? Do we have a certain uh, standard in which we live and that we walk? Do we walk the walk and talk the talk? Sometimes that's not the easiest thing to do, and believe me, I know that. And have I always, you know, done the straight and narrow, the right thing? No, I haven't, and I'm sure neither have you. But the difference is, what do we do when we do something that really isn't the right thing to do? Do we try to keep being deceitful? Do we try to cover it up with another lie and another lie and another lie? Or do we assume responsibility, accept the responsibility and the consequences? Because there will be some. There's always consequences for our actions, either reward or consequence. My mom used to tell me that. Is that, Susie, you have decisions and choices to make every, every minute of every day. And what you do with those decisions, you're going to either reap the reward or you're going to suffer the consequence. And I hear her sweet, special voice all the time saying that to me. What's nice is, is when you have the rule book, which is the Bible for me, but when you have this rule book, it kind of helps guide us in what we're going to do next. I have some tough decisions to make right now, and believe me, they are tough because of my personal feelings towards people that I believe in them, actually even sometimes more than they believe in themselves. And I know that each and every person has gifts that God has given them so that they can be purposed to do what God created them to do. And by making wrong choices, they're hindering that. 
They're hindering the fullness that they could experience if they would just follow the rules and do the right thing. So today, the whole show, the Sue Free Show, if you're just joining in, thank you so much for joining the Sue Free Show. I have a radio show, a TV show, which is amazing to me. I can't even believe it, but it's true. The radio show has been going for, I think, about eight and a half years, and it's syndicated. It goes from San Diego up to San Luis Obispo, and with the internet, it's all over the world. And so thank you, and I'm so happy to be joining you today. I am doing Facebook Live at the moment, and it's exciting, too, because now um, I have a presence where I can actually see maybe who's listening and now watching uh, by looking at the little screen. So I'm looking at the screen, and I'm talking to all of you, and it's it's very exciting, but it puts a whole new dimension on the show, and I think it's been a good one. I've, this is my third time doing the Facebook uh, Live, and uh, I think it's a good thing. I don't want to be boring. I want to keep things flowing. Um, I will let you know that whether you're listening or watching or both, that the SueFreeze.com, that's SueFreeze, spelled like fries, one word, dot com, please, 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 please go there. And when you go there, there are a lot of different things that you will uh, see or experience. I like experiences. I like visuals. I like experience. Yes, I have Kevin, my producer, who's showing my Sue Free Show screen, the website, and it has so many little tiles and different manner, different ways you could go to get different information. And I'm adding to it all the time. If you have, if you are desiring extra money, opportunity for looking for opportunities to work out of your home, I have some potential uh, opportunities there. The lunch with Susie, um, they're growing and, and going all the time. And so, if you want to know about that and get more information about the two hours. It's usually 17 to 20 people max, and it's just a a time where I get to know you because you're getting to know me if you listen on the show at all. You're getting to know me just because I'm sharing a little bit of me every single week. But I am a connecting person. I like relationships, just like Jesus. And I want to connect with you on a deeper, better level. So the ways you can do that is when you go to SueFreeze.com is to connect with me by giving me your information, like your name. And your email address and any, uh, you know, uh, prayer request or suggestions on topics that you would like for me to talk about. I would love to, uh, you know, express that with you and I want to get to know you better. So if you see that there is one in your area, because I'm doing them, uh, these Lunch with Susie's, I'm doing them all over the place. Uh, I have the next one, I think is in Oxnard or uh, Ventura area, and I think it's in the first week of July, I think. So if you go to the website, you'll be able to see that. But I'm doing them all over uh, the place, which is very exciting for me because I get to know you and I want to get to know you because it's a one-way conversation right here on the radio. So there's that. There's also uh, the I am's. And the I am's are, um, it's what Jesus says you are or who he says you are. And, you know, there's a lot of negative talk, both from our own brains, but also from other people. And I just want you to know that what Jesus says is so much better and more truth than a lot of the times what we're hearing and experiencing here on this earth. So, uh, you know, when I go through trials and tribulations, sometimes I have to remind myself that the Lord says that I am victorious and the battle is won. You know, we feel like we're fighting a battle. I feel like that almost every day, owning a business and dealing with the things I deal with. There are battles every day. There's monkeys jumping on my back every day. And so I am fighting these battles. But what I have to remind myself 
is that Jesus says the battle's won because he already fought it and he, he already is the winner of it. And so we need to say to ourselves in our own minds and with our own mouths that we are victorious. So sometimes I'll have to say, I am victorious in this. The, the battle's been won. And even though it doesn't feel like it at this moment, I just need to know that the outcome is I will be victorious because Jesus says it. Sometimes we don't understand everything that's going on with us. I know I don't. But afterwards, I'm going, oh, wow. You know, now I get it. Now I see the fruit of what I went through and the lesson that I needed to learn so that I can move forward and be more prepared for the next assignment that Jesus has for me. And it's a good way. It's a great way of looking at things. And I'm hoping that uh, you, you, you try it for yourself because I think it's helpful. All right. So what I want to talk about today, that was long-winded to get to the subject matter for today, but it, it isn't a rabbit trail. It's right on task with what we're going to talk about today. And I'm going to put my glasses on because I have to read, but I didn't want to have my glasses on the whole time. You know, getting older is not fun in some ways. Uh, you know, your eyesight, your ears, you know, things happen to us. But you know what? I wouldn't want to be anywhere else than where I am. And uh, I'm very excited to be celebrating a big one this year. And those of you that are celebrating big ones with me, I, I know you know what it feels like. And uh, I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm so – and I'm not happy in the sense of happy means. I'm in the happy of just feeling content in my spirit, knowing that I feel like I'm doing what God wants me to do right now. And I know with that that there might be some people listening that don't know what that is for them. And I know that there's people that are thinking that I'm not sure I'm doing what God created me to do. And for those of you that are feeling that way, don't give up hope. Hang in there because you will figure it out. Just ask the Lord to reveal it to you. Last week I talked about the fruit of the Spirit. And it's really good to know that you're gentle and you're kind and all of the other fruits of the Spirit that are there. And it's a good checkpoint for you that if there is any area that needs attention, that you'll be able to search that out and find what it is you need to look at to change. Because, you know, life is a journey, and we're on this journey together. And I can tell you that that's the fun. That's the challenge. And that keeps things exciting to know that it's a journey. Your life's not ending until it's over, you know, as long as there's breath, there's hope, right? And so we just need to understand that and, and move forward in whatever situation we're in. And I don't have all the answers. You don't have all the answers. But, you know, someday we'll probably know a whole lot more than we know right now. And it probably is going to make a whole lot more sense then than it does right this minute. We just need to understand that God is with us. And we can get through anything as long as we have him with us. And so just ask him. Ask him in your heart. Those of you that are just tuning in right now, thank you so much for doing so. You're listening to The Sue Free Show, and I'm so thankful to be with you today. So what we're going to talk about is, is kind of twofold. One is for us individually to be authentic and truthful. To be authentic and truthful isn't easy sometimes. But, you know, have you ever lied Okay, don't tell me. I don't want to know. Just know that if you have ever lied, then you know the experience of once you tell a lie, if you want to keep that lie, that lie going, you have to keep telling more and more lies. And you have to remember, and, and my brain, I, it's difficult for me to remember what really did happen, let alone what I, you know, if I made something up, what I made up. So I, it's just so much easier to tell the truth because, yeah, 
the the truth hurts sometimes and the pain of you know asking forgiveness and saying i'm sorry and making a mistake is is humbling but you know what it's so much better than the opposite of continually lying and continually feeling this this thing in your gut that doesn't feel very good and remembering what you said before so you can keep that story going that is tough 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 so my recommendation is to just just tell the truth no matter how much it hurts just tell the truth okay that's what i'm saying okay so moving right along um twofold is individually being authentic and truthful but what i'm finding in the workplace as ecola grows is that I have new management. I have more management. I have more people that we're managing. And so we need more people, more layers. And with that, it is becoming more and more apparent that systems and procedures need to be in place. Because the thing is, is that before, when I would leave for a week, I really didn't, I was not concerned that the company would continually run and that the culture and the way we've built to where we've built is going to continue and it's going to stay true. And now with all of this extra and these extra people and more personalities coming in and everybody having their their different thinking, um, I'm finding it more difficult, more difficult. And what I'm finding is procedures and policies that I felt were always in place have to be reestablished or retaught because we have so many new layers of people coming in. And so I have to regroup, recheck, check and balance more and more than ever. And I find that more time is being spent than if I had these things in the foundation firm and strong, that it would be easier for the company to run without me. I feel like I'm spending more time there trying to get everybody in alignment. And every time I think about it, I'm thinking, there's a policy for that. There's a procedure for that. But we're not following it. Therefore, things are not happening the way they should. So, you know, when you think about your your family, because I like to do these parallel thought processes of if there's a lesson that I'm learning in the workplace, is there the same lesson I'm learning in the home life? And yes, there are. There's parallel lessons that we're learning every single day. And anything you apply at work or at home can be applied to the opposite place because you are you and you're taking you with you wherever you go. And your character and your integrity needs to be in check, and you need to stay the same. At least I do, and I'm hoping you do, because if you really boil everything down, it comes down to belief, and it comes down to what do you believe. What do you believe uh, about what happens to you when you die? What do you believe about is there a God, or do you believe in Buddha, or do you believe in this, or do you believe in that, and why? Okay, so in the workplace... I find that if an employee leaves me, sometimes I'm happy that they're leaving because it's just not a good fit for whatever reason. But there's other times, not very many, I can I think there's been three to five in all the years that I've been doing this, which is a lot of years, where I felt that the reason the person was leaving is because they lost belief in me. And that hurts so deep in my core because somehow I felt a personal breakdown. I felt like I let them down somehow, okay, and and really took a lot out of me to lose somebody that I felt I shouldn't have lost. And uh, so there's a big lesson in that, but it gets back down to boiling it down to beliefs, what we believe in, what our employees or what our family members believe, you know, our children, what do they believe? What do they stand on when everything else seems to be falling apart? What is the belief system that keeps us at a certain point? What is right? What is wrong? What are we listening to? What are we doing with our lives? 
belief. What is our belief? And how does that fit into our lifestyle? Okay? So be authentic and truthful. Very important in every aspect. Uh, I'm going to put my glasses on now for those that are visually watching. Not so much fun, but I have to because I can't see without it. So documented policies and procedures are the Bible for your small business. And I believe this. Not everybody runs like this, but I I believe this. And there was an article written July 30th by uh, Sue Miley. And I'm going to kind of uh, talk about her article because I think it's really good. All right? So our God is a God of order. Okay? That's true. He is a God of order. And order really helps everybody. He knew right away that we weren't going to make it on our own. He created laws and commandments for us to follow. Some people don't understand that, and they don't understand the Bible and where to look for what, uh, and that and that can be um, taught, and uh, we can help you with that. Thankfully, in the four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, we have been able to document his policies and procedures for life. So if you're wondering where to go, there, I just gave it to you, the four Gospels, which is New Testament at the beginning of the uh, middle of the Bible, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. All right, so um, you can go there and read those. Some of his teachings were policy-type lessons like do not commit adultery. Okay, that's one of, the, one, one of the things that he says not to do. There's a lot more. Others were more procedural as he taught us to pray in the Lord's Prayer. Jesus had dual teaching going on. He was teaching people how to live simultaneous to teaching the disciples his ministry. So he was teaching other people to do uh, what he was doing. And in the workplace, that's what we need to do also, right? We need to uh, teach those that are going to take up where we leave off because you want to keep things flowing. So I tell my management team to always don't walk alone. Always walk, you know, if you have a person where there's an issue, bring that person alongside you. So what would Jesus do? That should be our goal for our business, too. Jesus' teaching was so consistent and well communicated that we still hear today What would Jesus do? Wouldn't it be cool if you were on vacation and your team is in a pickle and instead of calling you, they all put their heads together and say, what would Sue do or what would Joe do or what would so-and-so do? And even more cool would it be that you had created such a strong foundation of policies and procedures consistently applied that they would be able to figure out what you would actually do. That would be nice. And if you want to top off the perfect scenario, if you have built your business on your Christian values, then in many cases, your team could go straight to, what would Jesus do? Because they know that what would Sue or Joe or so-and-so do would be the same answer. Think about it. If we build systems and teams on our Christian values, we have such a foundation for our business. Our employees will automatically know customer service. What is that? Treat others how we would want to be treated. Quality. In everything we do, glorify God. Service. Jesus washed his disciples' feet. Delegation. Moses found many other men to delegate the judging duties to. Very good. You know, if you want to know a good manager, if you want to read a story about the best manager who managed, read Moses. Read about Moses. He was probably the best manager. And he did, side note, is that he used what he had in his hand. What did he have in his hand? I learned this from Rick Warren at a uh, convene meeting where he talked about Moses and his staff 
and how he used what he had in his hand. So much, so many times I hear people say, but I don't have, or I don't know, or, or whatever. And the point is, is that we need to use what we have available to us right then and there. And with the internet, we have so much more knowledge available to us, don't we? It is amazing how good business lines up with our Christian values. Christian values, good business. And that is so true. For Ecola services, I can tell you that there's so many times where I'm, I'm up against going, okay, what should I do in this situation? And I'll say, what would Jesus do? And then I, t- I think about that, and then I come up with a solution. And you know there's always more than one solution for any given situation, right? There's always more than one. So we have to think it long and, and, and hard, and we have to ask enough people to get enough information so we can make the best educated decision that goes in alignment with our core values, right? Having predictable, duplicatable systems oh, is necessary for leading and growing a prosperous business for the long run. No matter how passionate we are about our vision, no matter how young or energetic we are, no matter how gifted and talented we are and how many hats we can wear, eventually we need rest. Really? We need rest? Yes. Eventually, we need to pass the torch. That's what Jesus did. And 2,000 years later, we are still following his policies and procedures manual, the Bible. 2,000 years later, the gospel is still being shared across nations. You don't have to worry about where your business will be 2,000 years from now, but will your employees know what to do without your direct input 2,000 days from now? Good question. How about two days from now? Forget 2,000 days. <laughs> How about two days from now? These are very good questions. And I can, I can attest to these situations that I, I know beyond a doubt that where I am right now in my business is the systems and procedures need to be in place. Sometimes they need, we need to evaluate them, to tweak them to what's going on right now. Because sometimes things happen like social media and online reviews and all those things, that change the dynamic, change the temperature of what we're doing and how we're doing it and why we're doing it. So when I first bought Ecola way back when, in 2000, the question I asked, I went from each, each thing that we were doing, each thing that the company was doing, and I would ask them, what do you do in this situation and why? 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 I kept asking them. I was so tired of me saying why. But there were times when we made decisions where we just – took out a whole procedure because that why was not in effect anymore. So we will be back with more of the Sue Freeze show right after this brief break. Hi, this is Sue Freeze, the termite lady from Ecola Termite and Pest Control. And I'm Tyson Freeze, Sue's son, and also work at Ecola. I understand why Ecola is Southern California's number one alternative pest control company. As a child with asthma, my mother made it her number one priority to protect me from harmful chemicals and contaminants. I wrote a book about it called Learning to Breathe, about a love without bounds and a fight I refuse to lose. I'll always be thankful for my mom's love and strength during this struggle, which essentially saved my life. I'm proud knowing my mother, Andy Cola, cares for our customers like my mom cared for me. We are offering $100 off any termite work and $50 off pest control for new customers. Just call 877-332-BUGS for details. That's 877-332-BUGS. Or online at termitelady.com. Ecola, powerful termite and pest control. As gentle as a butterfly. Love you, Mom. 
E-Cola Termite and Pest Control. 877-332-BUGS. All right, it's David James. My friend, Sue Freeze, the termite lady from Ecola, is here. And Sue, you were just telling me that allergies and termites have something in common? Dave, if you have a problem with termites in your home, but also suffer from allergies and chemical sensitivity, we offer an array of termite control services that will be able to solve your problem without putting your health at risk. Our Ecola heat process uses extreme heat instead of chemicals to kill and remove termites and any other pests that may be infesting your home. Yes, and you were telling me about the awesome electro gun treatments. It sends electricity through the wood and you use it as part of your termite control services? They're very effective. So if you are concerned with your health and are sensitive to chemicals, know that we have an array of options for termite control. Don't sacrifice your health or the health of your home. Call E. Cola Termite and Pest Control Services now. 800-332-BUGS. 800-332-BUGS or termitelady.com. E. Cola, powerful termite and pest control. As gentle as a butterfly. Here's your host, Sue Freeze. Thank you so much, Ecola Termite and Pest Management Services, for sponsoring this show. I, you know, listen, if you have any rodent problems, if you have any termite issues, if you have any pest issues, you need to call Ecola and we will take care of you if you're in Southern or Central California. We want to take care of you. We are here to serve, and we want to do that. We are now offering insulation, some wood repair, some other things that we have available to us. So just call us, 800-332-BUGS, that's 2847, and we'll be happy to take care of that for you, okay? And the second advertisement there is, or whatever, the little story is about my son Tyson, who works with us, and uh, his asthma and a book that I wrote during an accident I was uh, repairing. My, my leg was healing. Uh, but during that time, all I could do was just sit there, be still and know that I am God. Well, I definitely knew he was God, and I knew that there was a miracle going to happen in my leg, and there was, and there is. And I am so blessed, and I feel so grateful and so thankful for the surgeons that were in my leg. There were two for six hours putting me back together. I was like Humpty Dumpty who uh, needed to be put back together again. So now I feel like the bionic woman. I have a metal metal leg. No, I have a metal plate and 10 pins in my leg. And uh, I'm back on the dance floor and I was concerned that I wouldn't be able to dance anymore. And I'm so grateful and so thankful. There are some things that I can't do anymore or choose not to do because of the concern of, you know, messing my leg up even worse. And I just really don't want to do that. So we choose, right? We choose the risks. We take risks based on uh, the outcome. And when we were younger, we could risk a lot more than when you get older and you just don't get up as quickly but you know i am getting back up and getting back on again so that's exciting so thank you so much ecola termite and pest management services the learning to breathe book uh is a great book for so much more than just for asthma although it has a whole chapter on how to uh, lessen the triggers on asthma but uh you can get that book by connecting with me and i would love for you to do that how do you do that you go to sue free spelled like fries one word dot com and uh i will sign the book and i'll send the book to you and uh if you're just new tuning into the show right now this is the sue freeze show sue free spelled like fries one word dot com and when you go there, there's a lot to get, uh, both free and some things are uh, you need to pay for. But they're very worth the investment because it's an investment in you. And, you know, you are you. You have you 
to deal with. And uh, we can't control another person, but we can change the outcome on any situation just based on how we think about it and what we believe. And it can change everything if we just make this little tiny twinge of a change in maybe our thought process. So the I am's are a way of doing that to where you're going to have a new understanding or a new belief system that's going to give you the strength to get through another minute, another hour, another day, another year. All right? So I want to encourage you and inspire you to do that. And Joe, I am so thankful you're listening right now and watching, and I just I just am giving you strength and courage and health from head to toe. Joe is going through the fight, the battle of cancer. And, uh, you know, just to see him, he's an amazing singer. He just sang at Fresno, Fly Me to the Moon. And he did such an amazing job at singing that song. And he's just a wonderful man. And I'm just thankful that he's, he's here and he's fighting the good fight. And he's been on the radio with me. So you can look him up. You can look him up and hear his story. And, Joe, we need to have you back on to uh, get an update on what's going on with you. Okay, so God bless you. And healing from head to toe in Jesus' name. So we're talking about uh, being authentic and being truthful. And I'm going to stop. I'm going to go into that in just a second. But before I do that, I'm going to read out of my Jesus Calling book because I do this. And I have heard that numerous people are buying this book because they just love uh, listening to what I read on the radio and how it just um, is so amazing. But not really. It's just God showing up. Uh, how it affects and how it just applies to what I'm talking about each and every time. So here's what Jesus Calling is saying for today. And it says, I am creating something new in you, a bubbling spring of joy that spills over into others' lives. I love the visual of that, don't you? Do not mistake this joy for your own or try to take credit for it in any way. Instead, watch in delight as my spirit flows through you to bless others. Let yourself become a reservoir of the Spirit's fruit. Your part is to live close to me, open to all that I am doing in you. Don't try to control the streaming of my Spirit through you. Just keep focusing on me as we walk through this day together. Enjoy my presence, which permeates you with love, joy, and peace. There's two scriptures here. The wind blows wherever it pleases. You hear it sound but you cannot tell where it comes from or where it is going. So it is with everyone born of the Spirit. That's kind of, you know, the wind is, is kind of the way of visualizing or getting an experience of how the Holy Spirit is. You know the Holy Spirit's there, but you, can't, you, know, you can't really see it. You see the effects of it, but you can't see it. And it's an, an interesting and amazing thing, our Holy Spirit. And any of you that have not experienced the Holy Spirit, just ask the Holy Spirit. Ask the Lord to reveal the Holy Spirit to you. It's an amazing relationship and experience. And that was John 3, 8. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. Now see, isn't that interesting? Galatians 5.22. Galatians 5.22 is the fruit of the Spirit. Last week was the show on the fruit of the Spirit. And this uh, week and the first half of the show, I was talking about the fruit of the Spirit. And uh, if you if you look at these and you say, you know, you will know him by the fruit, right? You will know a person by their fruit. And so when you when you are experiencing a person, and they don't, they don't 
uh, reveal love or they don't you don't feel joy you don't feel peace you don't feel patience from them there's not a kindness about them there's the goodness and the faithfulness it's those are the people that's how you judge that's how if you're going to judge I, I always say love first but if you want to experience the fullness and you want to understand you know what is a christian i have stopped myself from saying oh that person is a christian because do we really know the only way we can know is by the fruit so if you are experiencing a relationship with a person and you experience love Joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. That's a pretty good indicator, I would think, that that person is um, is living a godly life or has a relationship with our Heavenly Father. I would think that, that that would be an indicator, okay? I'm not here to judge a person and whether they are or they aren't. Um, there's a lot of really kind, loving people that believe different things. And I love those people, too, a lot. So I'm just saying that, to get the fullness, for me, my belief system is is if you want the fullness of what God has for you, then um, the fruit of the Spirit is there. All right, so I love sharing that with you. So I'm um, reading out of another book from another lady that um, I've had on the show, Sharman Dow, and she would be very happy that I'm sharing her book. She has this book that I've talked about before, The Ten Commandments of Business Success, Reaching Your Goals with Integrity. Integrity is a big thing, and I have people that are um, – Pressing that envelope with me, you know, that are maybe saying things that aren't true about me or about my company. Uh, and, and it's very hurtful, very deep. It's very hurtful because, first of all, it's not true. And how do you fight that? How do you combat somebody saying things that aren't true about you? You're hoping that everybody that you've con- come in contact with um, really have experienced you and know that there's no way that could be true. But what about the people that don't know you, people in business, potential customers, maybe other businesses that maybe you might be purchasing or wanting to purchase, and you've got bad rap, you've got bad people saying bad things about you that are not true. How do you combat that? It's a very difficult situation. It's very difficult to deal with. So I have to, and I, you know, there's other people that are facing this too, is that I have to believe that for me, when if, if somebody says something about somebody, First of all, it's gossip and it's rumor, okay? I go based on my own experiences with any individual person. I don't base my situation or my relationship on something something somebody else has said about somebody. I base it on my experience with a person. And there's been a lot of times I've come to uh, bat for a person because I'm thinking, wow, that's, that's really not what I've experienced from that person at all. That person has been very genuine. That person's been very kind. That person's been very patient and forthright and upcoming with me. So I base my, my decisions and my relationships based on my personal relationship. And I think that's healthy. I think it's healthy because, like me, um, being in a limelight in some way or another, there are people that are not going to want you to be there. There's people that are going to want to tear you down just because they're not where you are. And that's sad. It's a very sad state of affairs, but it's a fact and it's something that happens. So um, each one of us has to guard ourselves and just hold true to who we are. And when we look in the mirror, that's integrity, be the person that you want to be. When you look at that person in the mirror, is that the person you want to be? Are you living that life? You're listening to the Sue Free Show on our flagship station, KKLA 99.5, or you're listening face live, you're, you're watching us. And I thank you. Thank you so much for doing that. To be authentic means to be genuine, 
to not present a counterfeit version of yourself to the world. When you are authentic and truthful, your intentions are sincere in any situation. Thus validating your character to others. Being authentic is being true to yourself and not allowing lies, corruption, falsehood, or even exaggeration to be a part of your life. Authentic living allows you to be a realistic rendering of who you are before God, yourself, and others without any false pretenses. And I will say here that who you are when no one's looking is who you really are. Did you catch that? Who you are when nobody is looking is who you really are. To live a life of true success and grow the legacy you desire, you must be authentic. It is not an option. That means being real with God and being able to look at yourself in the mirror and honestly, oh, funny, um, honestly evaluate who that person is, whose image is reflected back to you. If you are authentic, you do not pretend that everything is fine when it isn't. And you do not harbor pain and anger deep within your soul while portraying a false pretense of happiness to those around you. I did that. I used to do that in my marriage. I used to do that. I would go to church, and in the morning, I would get the kids ready. I'd look in the mirror, and I would, I would literally say this. I would say, it's showtime, folks. I would say that. And then under my breath, as time went on, I'd say, alone again, naturally, because I felt so alone in my world. Here I'm married with children. I had everything going for me from the outside, but internally I was dying. I was so in pain and suffering, and... But I would just put on this front. It's showtime, folks. And I would just be smiling and, uh, you know, be there for everybody else and whatnot when really I was just hurting so deeply and so painfully. And I know there's people listening right now that might be dealing with that, too. All I can say to you is that it's not a good life to live. It's not the way we, God wants you to live. He wants you to live in the fullness of what he has for you in his grace. So no matter what you've done, no matter where you've been, no matter, no matter any of that, he will erase all that. He will do that for you. All you need to do is ask him to be there and uh, ask his forgiveness, and he will give you his grace. And if there's somebody that you've trespassed against, then you are called to go to that person and, and do what you can to make it right. Maybe they won't accept what you have, and that's okay. You've done your part. And if there's somebody that has done something to you and trespassed against you, you need to forgive that person even if you don't feel like it. You have to forgive them because you're in prison, and you don't want that. You want to have all that ha- God has for you. And the only way that's going to happen is by releasing yourself of all of this bitterness and this burden that you're carrying. It doesn't do you anything good. It really, it's not hurting them. It's only hurting you. So get rid of it. That's all I'm saying. Get rid of it. Okay. The anger will come out at some point when you least expect it. You have to know yourself as you were created and treat others with the same authentic genuineness. When you display honesty, you are trustworthy and can be counted on to respond appropriately to the reality of the situation and the facts at hand. Intentional efforts to be authentic and truthful will shape you into a strong person with a backbone to stand on your principles. You are to be a light in the darkness and exude truth and honesty. How can you be a light if you have gray areas that mask the truth? Light penetrates dark, but dark cannot overcome light. Think about it. When it's nighttime and you turn a lamp on, the darkness is dispersed. We are called to live a lifestyle that illuminates truth and authentic living. We are to disperse the darkness in people's hearts by being real. Did you hear that? We are to disperse the darkness in people's hearts by being real. 
That means that if you have a story that you might even be embarrassed about, just like what I just said about, you know, it's showtime folks in church and, you know, feeling very alone and not letting people know, okay, I'm being real with you right now. I'm being authentic. But I know that by my sharing that story, what I'm doing is I'm opening up your heart, your mind, maybe tears to say that, you know what, I know what she's saying. I've done the same thing. And all I can say to you is the way you get healing is by identifying the situation, identifying your part, and making a choice to make a change. And change is not easy. Sometimes it's difficult because even though you're in pain and you're suffering, it's what you're used to, so it's more comfortable. So now you're going to change it up and the comfort level goes away. I mean, it's, it becomes higher. You, you've got more of a discomfort in uh, the arena that you're living in because you're not living in the same arena you were living in, which even though it's not fun, it's uncomfortable. I have somebody that's tuning into Facebook and they're saying, I wish I could have listened to the whole entire show. You can. You know how? <laughs> Commercial. SueFreeze.com. Go there and you can listen to the podcast anytime, day or night you want to. Uh, you know, you can go there and listen to it, but you have to wait two weeks in order to uh, listen to this show. Anyway, okay. So that moving forward, um, honesty is another virtue that seems to be scarce among those who are looking for success. People seem to speak lies so casually today that they start believing their own rewritten history as the truth. When we are going to start being authentic and honest with each other, when are we going to start being We need to stop masquerading as authentic people when, in fact, our conversations are filled with falsehood and exaggeration. Do you know anybody that does that, that exaggerates stories? And you're going, what? I was there, and that is not what happened. (laughs) I've had that. I've experienced that myself. It reminds me. This is such a good story. I can't wait to share this with you. And uh, it's just really a good story. You ready? I'm so ready. It reminds me of the story of the CEO who began looking for his replacement. He was unsure which of his children should take over his company, so instead he decided to open the job up to all of his managers. At the beginning of the year, he gave each of his managers a seed, and he asked them to plant it in soil and nurture it to full maturity. At the end of the year, all but one of the managers who were vying for the job of CEO showed up with beautiful plants and trees in their pots. That one manager had a seed that never grew into anything, and he was embarrassed to bring it forward at the end of the year. But he did. When the CEO saw the dead plant, he chose that manager as his successor. You see, he had boiled each seed so that it would not produce any vegetation. And that manager was the only one who was truthful. Hmm. As embarrassing and difficult as it was, to be honest, this manager had decided to take the higher road and be authentic. He faced what he thought would be complete humiliation. As a result, he was awarded the job because of his honesty and integrity. Isn't that a great story? Are you willing to be honest even to the point of embarrassment and pain? Most of the time we would rather tell a lie than the truth because it might make us look bad or we might have some explaining to do because of our actions. I would rather have my staff come forward with the truth about a mistake they have made with a client than to cover it up only to be found out later. You know, this has happened to me. And I can tell you that it's much bigger and much more difficult to fix as time goes on. This has happened several times with some of my past employees. And in each case, I lost the client because I was given misinformation. Ultimately, the employees lost their jobs, too, because I could no longer rely on or trust the information they provided me. 
An employer must be able to trust the work you do and the person you are. Otherwise, they will be spending too much time checking your work. If these former employees had been honest from the start about an error, I might have been able to retain the client. Most importantly, I needed to know that I had someone I could count on who had my back covered, someone who would be honest with me and let me know the truth. Mistakes provide opportunities for teachable moments, and we can grow and increase our knowledge from them. But covering up an error changes a mistake into deceit. You know, I have a personal thing going on right now that's exactly this. I'm not going to go into detail because I haven't completed the task of how I'm going to deal with it. But it's not an easy one for me. When someone admits his or her mistakes, it is much easier to forgive that person than someone who intentionally lies and tries to hide their mistakes. It is only human to make mistakes, which can be pardoned. But when someone tries to hide their errors... They often go all out to defend their actions. How can people find forgiveness if they will not admit their errors? This is why it is important to be honest with ourselves and with others. When you go through trials and tribulations, be honest with yourself. Look in the mirror and ask yourself, am I giving my all? Am I invested with this project and with God 100%? Have I committed myself to building a foundation of following God's precepts? Where you invest your time and thoughts will be reflected in what you become. The world is full of nominal people who never accomplish anything with their lives, let alone leave a legacy. The reality is that most clients or bosses know when you are lying and cheating them. And even if you win in the short term, you will always end up paying the piper in the end. Be willing to admit your mistakes to your family, employer, and clients. People would rather have honesty than have others around them attempting to cover up their mistakes. The ninth commandment says you shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. That's Deuteronomy 5.20. In other words, we should not lie about people and about uh, our circumstances. Those who do not bear a false witness are authentic and live with a free conscience. That's what I was talking about, about people. Dishonesty in the workplace, a personal experience I had with our regional CEO a number of years ago, left my entire staff disenchanted with his ability to lead. I had already suspected on many occasions that he was not an honest person, but this one event sealed it for me that he could never be trusted from his word. We were in a sales meeting when one of my peers spoke up and complained about the lack of support our marketing manager was giving to our new business submissions. The marketing manager was a direct appointment whom our CEO had hired. He was a close personal friend of the CEO, too. Our CEO took it personally when my peer complained about the marketing manager's lack of ability to do the work we salespeople needed him to do. Instead of listening to the salesperson and agreeing to look into the matter, the CEO defended the marketing manager and his work. The CEO jumped up immediately and addressed the sales producer in a defensive, aggressive manner. He stated, it's not like I send him off to enjoy himself at all the career carrier functions like the master's golf tournament and he becomes too busy schmoozing career carriers to do marketing work. In other words, instead of our regional CEO being a leader and investigating the matter, he took the complaint personally and manipulated the situation to make it look like the sales producer was a problem for complaining. I'm not going to go into more detail on this, but you can see where this is headed. And um, within our inner thoughts, deception can produce a falsehood in every aspect of our lives, and many times we are unaware of it. You realize that? Our thoughts 
We can be deceptive to our own being, our own belief system. Truthfulness and honesty create a clean conscience which contributes to healthy living and positive relationships. Preferring truth over duplicity develops strong character and morality. Truth is the foundation of God's character. He is the absolute truth, John fourteen six. Having a clean heart before God and man will result in dependability and reliability, which are characteristics that will help you build deep and abiding relationships founded on mutual trust. So dependability and reliability. I'm interviewing right now, and I need people for E. coli. And the thing that I'm looking for more than anything is integrity. And secondly would be reliability and dependability because people calling in sick on a regular basis is really causing havoc with customers and schedules and whatnot. And so, you know, be a dependable, reliable person and you will find that success will happen. And being integrity, being a person that you can make mistakes, you own up to your mistakes and move on. But you ask for forgiveness if you've caused a problem. Own up to your own situation. Until next week, be a blessing to someone each and every day. God bless you. I'm so thankful you're with me. Connect with me, please. Bye. Ah, it's that time of the year when bugs multiply like crazy and start looking for a home. Your home. Ants, spiders, fleas, earwigs, termites, and a lot of other creepy crawly critters. Even rats and other varmints. It's time to call Ecola Termite and Pest Control Services. They offer complete ecological pest control of rodents and insects. Ecola has one-time services, ongoing monthly services, their most popular and economical every other month service, and even quarterly service for occasional pest problems. Ecola keeps rats and mice out and eliminates insects in their nests. It's the most effective way, and their termite control is legendary. So call Ecola today for a free estimate of complete pest control at 877-332-BUGS. No more creepy crawly critters like ants, spiders, fleas, earwigs, termites, rats, and other pests. Call them at 877-332-BUGS. 877-332-BUGS. E.C.O.L.A. Powerful pest control services as gentle as a butterfly. Ask about their two-year warranty. Call 877-332-BUGS.